Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, February 21, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, quite interestingly enough, we're going to start right out of the chute with the obvious and what I've been calling for, which is we'll start with they spiked finally the 20 period moving average. We mentioned that last night and they ricocheted off of it by the end of the day. Now, here's the thing. If you remember the title from last night's video, short term cycle now. Okay, fair enough. What I've been saying and I discussed in last night's video was a little bit of a cycle discovery slash phenomenon where I was looking for a cycle to hit, meaning looking for because the market was down, looking for a low between yesterday and today. Well, discussed it again in the live room this morning, said, hey, look, I'm looking for a low today. So therefore, if at any point you see an intraday turning situation, it could be the beginning of that turn. I would suggest we saw an intraday turn today, wouldn't you think? If this is a turn, what's a target that we should see on the upside within a short period of time? Very simply, 499.50, big fat round number of 500. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. Start getting above 500, you're talking about all-time highs once again. Not that easy, stuff to work through. They could put in another lower high. We don't know yet. I'm just projecting a little bit, giving you the what ifs. What if, speaking of, what if it's not? What if you wake up tomorrow with a gap down? What could help that situation from a bear case situation or scenario? Well, we've got NVIDIA earnings tonight. NVIDIA is going to produce earnings or release earnings as I'm making this video. We'll see if we can kind of catch it in real time. What happens if the bear case unfolds? They kill NVIDIA. They kill the market tomorrow. All that stuff. Well, if they get below today's low, look out below. Might want to get out your sticky notes. 488.65 would be a great target on the downside and an area where we would expect a bounce back in the other direction. Not to say there won't be intraday trades before that. I'm just giving you the big picture number for the record. 488.65. Write it down. Put it on a sticky. Anybody see this today? These are numbers that I believe I discussed in here and also gave to the live room members natural gas on an explosion no pun intended today question is did the lazy swing trader automagical algo system participate and the answer is yes it did had natural gas buy alert at 2183 profit target today first profit target today 2570 and by the way oh by the b for you home gamers out there, it's just short of 18% profit. How you doing? Automagical lazy swing trader algo system. What about inside the numbers? We'll start with today's pivot, 496 and a quarter. Now, a pivot is defined by a number 
that the market is either bearish below, bullish above, it's overhead resistance when she's below, and support while she's above. Right of the vertical is today's activity, and you can see 496 and a quarter was today's pivot. It was early overhead resistance until late in the day. That's on the ramp up into the close, hence, quote unquote, the turn. We were looking for a turn. And we certainly had numbers below, which you'll see uncovered later in the notes. What I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes, and go back to the chart to double check the work. There's one of them now. And remember, this was put on the board at zero dark 30, 494.15. Little late day spike, but that was still support. What I told the live room members is, hey, look, if they're going to spike that number, you got to give them 30 to 50 cents to spike it. They spiked it by about 70 cents, give or take, maybe 60 some odd cents. The low was 93.56. I think that was pretty spot on since you had everything before the market opened long before zero dark 30. What I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes and go back to the chart to double check the work. You'll see that there were some numbers in here where the market bounced back and forth, but the activity didn't really get going until the afternoon today. However, we had the numbers. We had certainly the tour guide information. Let's check out stocks on the move today. Remember, there's something for everybody. We're going to take a look at all of them except coin, which did not hit its objective, and ring, which did not hit its objective. It took out off like a bat out of hell right out of the chute. Let's look at the others. We'll go one by one. How about crowd getting one hell of a buzz cut at the opening bell? Open below the first number, so this one's off the board. Doesn't even come into play. What'd they do? Spiked the second number, ripped it back up in the other direction, gave you a 10-plus point trade right out of the chute. Numbers work. ENPH opened just slightly below the first number, ripped it back, so technically it opened below the first target, so technically it's off the table. But just to show you how the numbers work, sometimes they do that. We call that in the trading parlance a screw job. If you're not willing to buy it under those conditions, like me. But you could see what happened. They came for the back test, it held, and they took off for the rest of the day. So that's indicative of what? The numbers work. Vertiv, VRT, same routine. They opened down here, ripped it back up. That's just one of those screw jobs in between. They opened up in between two numbers. Nothing you can do about that. We did have some traders in the live room hop on board, but that's their choice. They were paid accordingly. Pan W panned out, opened below the first number. So this one's off the board, doesn't exist. Came into the second, gave you a little trade out of here. The high was... 275.98 off of 269.71. That's a pretty good trade. Doesn't look like much on this chart, but consider the stock was down 30% or something like that. Fortinet opened above the number, came into the number, spiked it, ripped it back up. You could see the result. The numbers work, obviously. Not every single time, the large majority of the time. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, you can see on the daily chart, Came into the 20-period moving average, almost got to the 50. They're almost converging, spiked it back in the other direction or ripped it back in the other direction. 
at least from an intraday perspective. You have some symmetry going on here. It's just interesting. Three candles up, pull back. Three candles up, pull back. We'll see what happens. That's nothing to hang your hat on. It's just something I noticed on the chart. Those two will come to an end, whether it already has or it will, we don't know yet. By the way, above all the moving averages, the trend is in fact your friend. Relative weakness today in Camp IWM against the S&P 500, which actually finished in the positive. However, you did have an intraday turnaround just the same. Remember from last night, anything wrong with the weekly chart? No, not a thing. What about the folks down at the transportation department? They had relative strength pretty much all day long. They finished up about three quarters of 1%, over 118 points. They did not fill this open gap left open on Friday. However, they came close today, not filling it was by choice. They did not make a new low today and they finished not at, but relatively close enough to the highs of day. It's a positive day for team transports. They are my favorite canary in the coal mine. Now, we have to look at both sides of the tape. We're the umpire calling balls and strikes. They could easily do another day down and begin to make a bearish, flaggish kind of pattern. We don't know they will or they won't, but they start climbing into this big-time breakdown candle and get into these moving averages, well, that's different. That begins to change the tune a little bit. Now, check this out. So we put this on the board last night. We talked about 421.88. It's basically unfinished business. It's a gap that remains unfilled. So today, the low is 421.63. They filled it, and they ricocheted off of it. In comparison, that was the same piece of unfinished business that the spiders had that they finished today. Everything has a beginning and an end. When one thing starts, another thing ends. When one thing ends, another thing begins. They finished the unfinished business. We were looking for a turn. Short-term cycle low. How you doing? If there's nothing wrong with the financials, it's unlikely there's anything wrong with the structure of the overall marketplace. How many times have you heard me say that in here? You've heard me say that many, many times. What was I saying over the last few days? There's nothing wrong with the financials. They're in an uptrend. Maybe they have a pullback for a day or so, but that's all that happened. They stayed inside so far of this breakup candle low. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. The next target is $40.10. Smash Mouth made a new low, fought back, closed back above after getting below the 20-period moving average. That's a positive. It's not exactly a wide move. It's not exactly what we would call a flush-out situation. But from a micro-mini type scale, it's a little bit of a rope-a-dope flush-out situation. Checking in over here at Bitcoin, our folks over at BTCUSD, 50,715, as you can see, is important. They got above it and they've come to backtest it three days. They have a bullish, flaggish, somewhat bullish kind of pattern going on, staying above 50,715. It's quite interesting that number's important. As long as they stay above, they have a license to make another push higher. 
56 and change is my next target. Bitcoin. Here's one we don't look at often about junk. High yield bond market. Junk debt. Now, one could say this is a rolling top. One could say this is a bullish, flaggish, consolidating type of pattern, building energy for another move higher above these moving averages inside this breakup candle low, which they haven't even gone down to test, happens to coincide with the moving averages. But here's the thing. If this is going to move higher, that is risk assets going into junk bonds, your equity market will be going higher if that's the case. If this was resistance, how come they haven't been rejected yet? This is the weekly chart. This is a long time. This is not bearish. This is bullish. Could be, and I repeat, could be signaling some kind of relief coming in interest rates. Speaking of which, let's take a look at the 10-year yield. Is this a bearish wedgish pattern or is this bullish headed higher? Well, they're above this breakdown candle high, or let's see if they are, 4 0.295 they did not close the week above their last week they're above it now they're hovering around the 20 period moving average and the daily chart is eating time off the clock in a bullish formation trying to get it above riding the 100 period moving average last moving average in the line of defense so yields are saying short term higher junk bond market is doing what it's doing but yields 10 year at least is saying yields higher. That's what the chart is saying. To where, you might ask? Well, the next stop on the train would be 4.38 to 4.41, let's say. That's a zone of overhead resistance. There's your zone of overhead resistance. Let's check in at some of the Fab 7. What's going on with Amazon? They had a pullback into the, or just short of, the 20-period moving average. A little bit of a bounce today. The trend is your friend. They're above all the moving averages. So all they're doing is pull back, eat time off the clock into home base. So far, that's all that's happened. That's not bearish. That's bullish. It's recocking the gun. Apple, holding this breakup candle low. That's the first thing my eye was drawn to. You give up that low, which happens to be 179 and a quarter. Look at below. There's another leg down. They're below all the moving averages, so the larger trend from a daily perspective is down. So it's a battle of, is the trend going to push it lower, or is the breakup candle low going to hold and start a recovery operation? A lot will be dependent on what the overall market does. If the market is trending lower, Apple is going to have a very difficult time fighting this trend on its chart. How about Mickey Soft? Below the 20-period moving average, but put in a nice reversal today, making a new low, finishing at the highs. You look over at the weekly chart just to get a sense for what's going on. The uptrend is firmly in place. You can make a case this looks like a reversal candle, but it's not on tremendous volume. And by the way, they're above all the moving averages. So I would say from a weekly chart perspective, all they're doing is eating some time off the clock, Coming back a little bit toward home base as home base creeps up to price. It's basically just another resetting of the tape, recocking of the gun. About Google, no definitive anything on Google. They've got this lower high and they're basically struggling in the midst of these moving averages. 
136.75 held. Give that up and you're into this 200 period moving average. That's the best we can analyze in Google. On the daily chart, when you clean it up a little bit and look at the weekly chart, what do you have? You have a stock that's coming back in to run another test maybe of the 20 period moving average, but they've already done that. They've been riding it. So if they give up the 20 week moving average, that's going to promote another leg lower. For now, the trend is up. The trend is your friend. But if they give up the 20 period moving average, they're going to crack a little bit and another leg lower will begin. Weekly close below. How about NVIDIA? So they came out with earnings and they're all over the place. They've been down to 645, give or take, up to seven and a quarter, give or take. I think the implied move was about 10%. Net net is. Closing price today was 674.72. They're at 717 as I make this video bouncing around. So that's going to be hard pressed to be a negative for the stock market tomorrow. It doesn't mean the stock market as a whole will rise as a result of Nvidia, but it certainly can't hurt. Here's the ES futures. They've already been up to 5020. Here's the regular session. They closed today at exactly 4993. So NVIDIA poised to be a helper and help the cause of the cycle date and the turn and the bottom that ensued on the day. How about Meta? Meta just eating time off the clock above all the moving averages after the earnings gap up. All they've done is A, test the low and they've traded in a range. What is this? This is a bullish, flaggish, channelish, consolidated-ish, ish, ish, ish pattern about tesla tesla staying above that black line that black line is an inverse head and shoulders pattern that black line if they close back below is invalidated that black line represents a target up higher to 10 to 11 something in that neighborhood they're playing games with this line but you could see how important it is look at it from an intraday perspective look at that line that is important no two ways about it we talked about this in the live room. Traders have made money with this in the live room. No two ways about it. How about today? Check this one out. This morning when Tesla was on the rise, I said, hey, here's the target in Tesla. It's a spike of 199. Why is that? Look right here. They got up to a high of 199.44. And the reason I said that was this is a target. This high here was a target at 198.60. And then you had a gap above at 199.97, 200, I said, they're going to run a test of this and it's unlikely they get to the gap. They're going to screw two factions of traders. Those looking to exit at the gap, those looking to enter a short at the gap. They'll come up short around 199, a spike of 199. We had traders in the room took a short at 199. Not everybody, not a ton of traders, but we did have some and they got paid handsomely and they came right back down to retest what the trend line that we already knew about so what was that called that was called an exit how you doing if i told you how much i appreciate each and every one of you without you these videos are not possible that is true and accurate information we're pulling the ripcord here today i'm david frost my strategic forecast Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.